Yo, yo, what's good? It's Kid Cuddy, and you're listening to Behind the Baller Podcast with my dude, my ace, Ben motherfucking baller. Yeah. Behind the baller, my life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh. Behind the baller. Yo, what's going on, man? You are listening to Behind the Baller. I feel like my voice is going a little bit. I've been talking shit all weekend. Uh, we're going to get right into it. We got a gang of shit to talk about. Um, and at the same time, I don't know how much I can really talk before I lose my motherfucking voice again. And by the time you guys listen to this podcast, I have a show to do um, tonight for Jay Park. Big fucking K-pop star, Korean rapper, Korean everything. And dude's little, he's a little cutie pie, which was fucking hilarious. He's just a little handsome ass pretty boy. But he he thug with it. You know what I'm saying? He gets his, he gets, he's, he's an amazing kid, man. And um, he used to be in a boy group and uh, a big boy band called 2PM. And um, he was signed to one of the majors and uh, he left the group. It was like some major drama said he was like fucking usually people who leave a group and leave a situation like that they never come back from it he decided to fucking come back and come back a hundredfold and there's like haters i hear shit about you know around the industry from other people who are supposed to be his boys and shit anyways he's had like five or six albums i have no idea how many he's had and they've all been hits and his most recent album which he's on tour for now it's a world tour it ain't like a u.s tour it's dude's korean um, he, he travels everywhere, but it, like they just got back. I think he just got in, landed in town, was in Moscow. Um, he hit the Philippines. He hit fucking Europe, all over Asia. And um, on this new album, the second single he dropped it was called Ben Baller. Like the actual name was called Ben Baller. So I'm trying to save my voice for that. This is a weird intro. But anyways, man. So yeah, you were listening to Behind the Baller. It was episode 26. And um, this is the weekend wrap-up. Yo, no bullshit. It is midnight right now. And I just spent three and a half, no, four fucking hours organizing paperwork because I had to. I had to find some fucking tax documents. And I just went through all this shit. I'm talking about I threw a fucking a bag. I didn't want to tell you how. But this bag was maybe, it's like three feet long. It's maybe almost three feet tall, is an enormous fucking bag. I could put my son in this motherfucker and just do a gang of shit away, organize some stuff. I feel like I was just moving into a new fucking apartment and just have accumulated so much shit. And I'm just, I'm really trying to just get rid of shit. And I just, there's a lot of memorabilia in there. I had like every single fucking movie ticket of the first year of me and my wife were together. Like I used to be in all that sentimental shit. Not to say I'm not now, I just don't have the fucking time. You know, like a lot of cards, um... There was birth records in there, just stuff that needs to go into safe. There was like my son's first haircut. And I just went through all of that for like three and a half hours. Worst fucking thing to do before you podcast. And I had set alarms. I was like, fuck, I got to start podcasting. And um, my wife, man, you know, she, she's she got to go through all kinds of shit to just 
on a daily basis and she don't get no time for herself so um she's going off to europe to go see her cousins and hang out with her brother and yeah man she deserves it so i'm gonna be out doing daddy duties and stuff and um thank god i look at a little help because i got some shit i gotta take care of this week so let's get right into it um i went to the comedy get down tour friday night it was at the microsoft theater if you don't know what that is that's in la live um we used to live in downtown la right there where la live is and um this is right across the street from staples center this is a big arena you know this shit holds thousands of people it's legit and uh the reason why i was going was because george lopez asked me to introduce him on stage now it seems like a minor thing and even to these guys it ain't really a big deal but for someone who's never done this before and someone who people who listen to stand-up comedy might know who the fuck i am you know i, I mean i'm i've gotten popular and you know i won't accept the fact that i'm a celebrity you know i can't, I can't that's, that's a strong word man and i think people really misuse that word like the definition of celebrity is not me at all whatsoever and if you want to get technical about it it still ain't me and i don't give a fuck like if you're um the fuck's the dude's name? the ace family that dude austin he ain't a celebrity i don't give a fuck if you got 75 million followers it don't matter how fucking famous you are on youtube i'm talking about the real traditional in the standard sense like a person and i know like oh you're old you know you're a fucking uh boomer you don't watch youtube and that's the that's you know what's been around you're late on it but no one gives a fuck bro you want to know why because no matter how much money you make off youtube and you can make nine million here and there and whatever you're not gonna win an oscar you're not gonna do you're not getting no thespian awards for that shit it's just it's take it to the next level then do some other shit get yourself a real nike contract i ain't talking about getting a little collab deal. i'm talking about fuck a collab homie Talk to me when you get a $75 million endorsement deal with Nike. Talk to me when you're doing some real shit like that, okay? You're a pro athlete in one of the major major three or four sports or five sports, whatever it is, because I don't want to diss hockey and, and, and golf, whatever. Or, you know, you're doing other things. Now I understand it. Then, then, then holler at me. And I'm not saying, listen, bro, people are making $30 million off YouTube. It's not like that small money, but I'm talking about like on some real shit. It's just the word celebrity is thrown around way too loosely. But George Lopez, comedy legend, the Comedy Get Down Tour, which is Eddie Griffin, D.L. Hewley, Cedric the Entertainer, and George Lopez. George asked me to introduce him. And so I take Jordan Winters of the Dust Brothers, of the Ben Baller Pod family. I am Rappaport family. Miles was uh, doing some, I don't know, Miles had some Valentine's Day shit, even though it's not Valentine's Day. He had to do something with his girl. But I only had one ticket and one extra VIP. So me and Jordan jump in the Rari, smash through the one-on-one, and it was like 6.30, leaving Hollywood Hills, and it took motherfucking 52 minutes to get to Staples Center. I, I, I mean, it was Friday, but still, it just, it was fucking, come on, it's late. And so we didn't get to smash out. He didn't get to feel the wrath of the V12, you know, whatever. We get there, call the tour manager, and these motherfuckers, I never had this shit happen to me ever. Had this one time because of Bieber at Staples Center, but that was because it was like, and never again. But they opened the actual loading dock where like the backstage of Microsoft Theater is. And it's still a pretty big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a, this is a legit deal. And George had me set up VIP, super triple VIP backstage, you know, like the whole nine. The only thing I didn't have was my own dressing room, which I didn't need because I'm just only doing a fucking 10 second interview or 30 seconds, however fucking long it was. I paid it on my story. And, um... Actually, you know what, man? Fuck that. Miles, do you have a clip of that? Post that little intro I gave him and then um, do the George Lopez uh, shout out back to back.
Truly a mentor, he's a real mentor to me in life. So, you know, without further ado, my big homie, Mr. Chingon. Ladies and gentlemen, George Lopez. Let's give uh, the Latino Chino, let's give a nice round of applause to Ben Baller. That motherfucker made some slippers, goddamn, you know. Yeah, so I did that. Got to chop it up with Cedric. Cedric's my dog. Hooked him up with some VVS. Um, finally got to meet D.L. Hewley. Got to chop it up with him for a little bit. Got to actually meet um, Ryan Davis. He's a he's a comedian. He's a, he's popular on Instagram. He's 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 super dope. He's he's cool as fuck. And we chopped it up. He's funny. He did this this bit on Tank. And I don't know if you guys if you guys even pay attention, but Tank is a, is a is a big R and B star, and he said some, Tank is my dog, Tank is my boy, but he said some crazy ass shit. He said, and again, I, I don't overbait him, but he said, if you if you a dude, and you decide to suck someone's dick, and you try it one time and you don't like it, you're not gay. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna go any further on it. Just listen, man. Go look for Ryan Davis's bit on it. This shit was fucking hilarious. But yeah, chopped up with Ryan, chopped up with Seth. We got chopped. I'm gonna get Cedric on the, on the podcast. He needs to get on here. And um, one of the things I was crazy about all the people that stopped me um, throughout the whole weekend, not just a comedy get down tour. They're like, "Yo, man, the podcast is dope," and that shit fucked me up because people are really tuning in and it's, and it's dope. It's, it really was. They were sincere and they just they brought it up and. and I um we'll get into more than that in a little bit, but uh, I introduced him on stage and um Momo Rodriguez, shout out to the Momo. He's a, he's a comedian as well, and uh, he's a professional all the way around. He's a true true stand up comic. Hope a lot of bigger things happen for him. Um, super cool dude. He actually brought me out, so he introduced me, and uh, you know the audience didn't really know who the fuck I was until I started talking. But I got him hyped up for George, as you can hear. And um, I watched the show, and the show was dope as fuck. Let me tell you something real quick. George, he don't give a fuck, bro. George went there. He didn't give a fuck about no Me Too, about no fucking... I don't want to snitch on him. He just... He went there. He even said some shit that kind of been offending to my son and stuff and everything in my family. But, you know, hey, bro, it's comedy, and, and you know, you shouldn't have any fucking... Um, any limitations. And so it was dope. Cedric said some funny-ass shit about being a dad and being a dad with, with a teenager girl, and... He, it, it was cool. If you guys have had a chance to see the comedy, get down to it. You definitely check it out. After the show, we smashed out. Um, I um, opened up the V12 GTC Luso on, on on Jordan. He didn't seem too worried about it. But, you know, I, I got, no, we didn't get in that. We we went real light work, 100, 110. Traffic was pretty bad. We still, you know, we got into it. So Friday night was lit. Again, man, thank you again, George Lopez. Uh, said super VIP treatment. Y'all treat me like I was fucking somebody special. I, I really appreciate it. Um, shout out to Chance the Rapper. I hadn't seen him in a minute. He was there. Uh, chopped up with him for a second. Um, I met Chance before he was even famous. No Forrest Gump story, but um, you know, I met Chance early on. Uh, knew a lot of Chicago cats who were before they were on, and uh, it was like a little little it was a little term, a little time where, where early two thousand tens, um, in the early two thousand tens, eleven, twelves. Chicago was really getting on, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my treated crew out in, in Chi-Town, my boy Mano, my boy Nige. Uh, so anyways, the big thing, the whole weekend basically consists of 
one major event that everyone and their fucking mother went to. And that was ComplexCon. ComplexCon was a fucking huge success. Amazing. It was a fucking shit show. It was filled with hype beasts, celebrities, has-beens, uh, washed folks, a lot of young kids. It was it was fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. Um, some of the upper management need to get smacked the fuck around. Real talk, they really need to. Because there's people who push the culture. There's people who push the movement, who push the majority of the demographic of why people are there. And they need to be treated definitely a lot better. Um, shout out to my boy Aaron Levant, who is the co-founder of ComplexCon. I got to run into him. He now runs a company network that dropped my Ben Baller products, including the infamous all gold money counter. So yeah, man. VIP doors opened at nine. Then we had some issues, stress setting up. We didn't open our booth till 10 o'clock. At 10.04, I got noticed that all six collaborative Takeshi Murakami X Ben Baller Diamond Flowers sold out. We talk in less than five minutes, y'all. And then in less than six minutes, the $100,000 Takashi Ben Baller Murakami Flawless Flower, all white VVS flower sold. Crazy part is, young Chinese kid bought that $100,000 piece. I'm just like, whoa. Um, Kid Cudi was the only person that got two, so I was fucking crazy. Lil Yachty happened to get a rainbow, which is fucking nuts. And the other three guys, I don't really know. I think one person's from Japanese. One guy had Murakami tattoos. He has a fucking sleeve all the way down his arm. Like the Murakami, it was, it was crazy. Um, another guy happened to be a weed um, entrepreneur, someone who owns a weed brand and a bunch of other things. He's Korean. It's pretty cool. So yeah, man, um, it, it was crazy. It was fucking nuts. Um, this was the craziest it's been. And this is my fourth time going. Uh, it's, it's the, this is just, it's gone so big and there's so many people and there's so many actually great events. It's great panels. There's a lot of activations, a lot of meet and greets, a lot of collabs. There's a lot of cool shit that people wait all year to drop. And um, I kind of was in my own bubble. Shout out to my team, man. Key, Pat, um, James, and... Uh, even the people that weren't there, obviously, Jimmy, Joe, um, Ramon, and just my whole squad, man. Of course, my cousin Steve. Uh, did I say Steve already? Anyways, so I'm walking the show just a little bit, chopping up with Aaron. Um, I took probably like 200 pictures in the first two hours. 200. 200. Zero, zero. And, you know, I'm just trying to be cool, you know. I'm just, just sitting up, and Takashi was looking for me, but I was late, and I was running around because some people in the upper management or the executive level of the complex were fucking being just fucking stupid um and i run into pharrell and pharrell's with nigo and as much as security guards and his entourage and pharrell came out and stepped up to me and was like yo bro congratulations man on everything and you know i've known pharrell for like 17 years no fuck i've known pharrell for like 19 years and um you know we've always chip chat here and there he's 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 showed me mad love i got nothing but respect for dude he's he's a I, I can't there's no word Be, legend is not a big enough word for, for Pharrell but he was like yo I'm really proud of you man you know he's like you, you're killing it I, I've seen you like I'm, I'm watching you from afar like you know you really level up every year Th those weren't verbatim that's what he was saying to me and I was like yo man coming from you it means everything I, I didn't know what to say to you and he's like 
congrats on this Murakami thing. This shit's dope. And uh, I saw Tyler's piece. And I was like, oh, shit. And of course, Tyler showed him. Because Tyler, it's like the first person he's going to show is ASAP, Rocky. And then he's going to show fucking, you know, for real. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So it was like a real crazy moment because he spent that much time to say, you know, like that, you know, he, he was proud of me or whatever. And uh, congrats. And that meant everything. That was the kindest shit in the world. It was just amazing coming from Pharrell because, you know, he's he's the, the jewelry god. And, uh, you know, me and Nigo, Nigo yet just got no words. You ain't going to say, Nigo don't say much. You don't know if me and Nigo mad at me or whatever. He's just always oh, just super chill. But um, after that, I walked the show a little bit, went to go shout out to my boys from Rude. Um, one thing I like to do is when I go to a big event, you know, I, re I rep my people's brands, right? I haven't rep Fear God in a very, very, very long time. Might have been a couple of years. I've known Jerry for a long time. Me and Jerry have a weird relationship. We cool with each other and everything, but I think both of us are in a similar situation, like both busy, both successful, both got kids, um, and it's just a, a weird thing to catch up. Sometimes I've, um, he says I'm the slowest texter. I think I'm pretty quick, but shit, sometimes, man, I just, I don't know, man. And I'm sure he has a list of people and priorities that he's got to do before me or whatever, but he does look out for me. And he did a collaboration with Nipsey Hussle, Rest in Peace, and the Marathon Clothing. And he did a dope-ass fucking commemorative Crenshaw hoodie. I talked about it before, but I rep that. So when you see me um, in pics, because they're all over the fucking internet, I'm wearing that Marathon um, Fear of God Essentials collaboration hoodie um i had a human made speaking of negro i had a human made t-shirt i got from tokyo they make fucking amazing fucking t-shirts they come in three packs they're just dope as fuck and uh there's this new brand well i mean i never heard of them before but they hit me up just randomly i don't know what the fuck i just saw a picture i was like yo these shorts are dope as fuck and you know the what the dunk and the and the what the jordan or whatever and they always had like this the what the kobe if you guys don't know what that is it's like putting together all the fucking the the models of let's say for instance, every single SB dunk like the West, what the SB they put the Cali the Huff like the fucking Future whatever the fuck it was they put them all together and they smashed them in together right so they did thirteen NBA teams and made some what the NBA um, shorts and they're fucking fresh as fuck these things were crazy and you know what another thing too is really important to, to support Asian brands and these guys are from the Bay and um, the Asian cats um, companies called Trill establishment i think another one's who cares company i wish i had spent more time looking at it but you know what, man i showed them mad love more love than i than, than anyone ever asked me to i just did and so i repped those shorts and um the anti-brand another korean brand they gave me some custom uh, air force ones i rocked so you know it was dope to um represent them you know the homies and that and i went to the rude rude had a fucking line like they were giving out fucking free popeye's chicken sandwiches that was crazy as fuck. Um, my homie Hiroshi, old school homie, man, Essence fam. We and him go back forever. Uh, he came down to L.A. I really get to see any. Uh, Jimmy Boy is in L.A. A bunch of people came to L.A. And I couldn't really talk to him. It was just really, if you saw me moving, I couldn't like, if I wasn't taking a picture with you, I was like moving and shaking. I was like, had security. It's the first time I had, one of the second time I had like security like that, you know, two security guards walking around. And I was truly overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. I was exhausted. It was crazy. Again, I took more pictures. Um, we did a meet and greet at 315 at, at my booth with Takashi. And the shit just got crazy, man. Shout out to my boy Nick, um, a.k.a. Kermanix. He's one of, I'd say he has probably the largest bear brick collect 1,000% collection in the world. Um, I might have had my collection before his way back, but this motherfucker has everything. There's none that I can't, I can't even 
it's not even a competition. And I shit on a lot of people, but this motherfucker is like, you don't even want to step up to him. Like, imagine if there was a dude that was better than LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan, and all three at one time. Like, that's chromatics when it comes to 1,000% uh, cause. He's just got a ridiculous collection of art and everything. He's just insane. Korean dude, love him to death. I didn't have much time to talk to him. Um, VVS was in full effect again. Um, shout out to my girl Esther at MedMen. It was actually my family, but um, she showed up. And hopefully there's a MedMen booth at ComplexCon next year. And, um, you know, I was handing VVS pens out to the people who had the password and um, was blessing people with VVS. It was just crazy. I was literally out of my mind. And um, Cuddy hits me up. He's like, yo, I just got here. Yo, pull up to my trailer. And I was like, yes, I'm going to get a fucking break. So I go through, cut through everything, got the fucking all-access pass. And I go to Cuddy, say, what's up? We chop it up for a minute. Started going over um, ideas about his show and everything else. And he has his chains. He's super happy. Motherfucker gained 13 pounds. Got a trainer now. He's getting all buff and shit. Cuddy's a different dude right now. He's, a, he's in a really good fucking place. I love it. It's, it's, it's amazing. Shout out to Cuddy's entire team, man. To Dennis, uh, to Dot, and just everyone, man. It's just his whole team has just showed me so much love. And they all good-ass peoples. And um, Cuddy makes sure I was obviously taken care of very well. And I fucking love Scott, man. He's such a such a great fucking guy. So I ran up after that, chopping up with him for like about an hour or so. Had a little private meeting with about 30 minutes with uh, Murakami, going over our future collaborations. And um, man, Takashi was really happy. Everything got sold out. You know, we're going over new colorways and a couple things, ideas. Um, I stole some samples from him. He had an OVO... Um, <laughs> Murakami hoodie I mean a hoodie a uh, beanie and I didn't know I was like yo can I wear this man I, my, my hair I feel weird and he's like yeah go ahead and he's just being cool to me and I've seen Murakami like kind of snap at people but he's just super cool with me but yeah man me and Murakami chopped it up again well, I was with Murakami the whole fucking day damn near and then finally Cuddy's like yo come back about to walk this show shoot my documentary and I'm like alright cool let's do it so I go back over to the VIP area the artist area start walking um, we start walking into the arena and bedlam happened. Like the whole fucking place went crazy. Like no disrespect to all the other celebrities that were there. I know LL Cool J, Offset, Jadakiss, um, Tyga. Can't even think. There's a lot of celebrities there, but I mean, this shit was crazy. Like for real, we shut that motherfucker down. It was a movie like for real. I mean, I know they're shooting a documentary, but it was like crazy. Like it was just fuck, man. It, it it really caused a chaos. It was crazy. And people saw me and people called my name. And in fact, my homegirl Jasmine, she said she saw me and she screamed my name. I don't know what I don't I don't even know if I was in that that in that crazy little entourage at that point. But we got to Cuddy's booth and it was fucking hotter than motherfucking Philippines in that bitch. Philippines in a fucking summertime. It was like humid and shit. Started getting crazy in there. And we we're in there chilling for a little bit. And then we decided to move to Murakami's actual gift shop booth. That shit became a motherfucking movie. I got some of the most insane pictures from there. Like, I'm talking lifetime mem memories. Like, shout out to RK, Takashi's photographer. He took some amazing fucking photos. Shout out to Complex, man. They really they really showed a lot of love. Um, I showed love back, too. But yeah, we, we we sat there and chopped it up, and uh, Murakami gave out some gifts. It was fucking super dope to get these gifts. So yeah, man, you know, went back to uh to Cuddy's um trailer, 
And I got to just rest up for a little bit. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to sit back and just chill, smoke some weed and just relax. Um, so I'm back there with Pusha, Pusha T's up there because he's going to be doing guest performance. And um, Nigo's up in there, a couple of the homies and shit, the band. And we all just kicking it. And then um, one of uh, fucking Cuddy's real good friends, one of his best friends, Timothy Chalamet. Not positive that's how you pronounce his last name, but this dude is an enormous fucking actor. Like this dude blew up. He's like the new, he's the next Leonardo DiCaprio. Like he's that level big, super fucking cool dude. He came to me and said, oh, you're Ben Baller, man. Yeah, you know, you you make cool jewelry. And I was like, oh, you know who I am? He's like, and Cuddy started making fun of me. He's like, come on, motherfucker. People know who you are, especially if you fuck with me. And I look over at Push and I thought about this shit because it's like Cuddy said, you know, I'm making Cuddy a new piece. We relatively have a new relationship. Well, known him, but like came super close in the last year. And Pusha is my first client ever. Eclipse was the first group I ever did. I never, that was my first client like ever, ever. And um, it was fucking lit. Uh, Selena Gomez pulled up to the backstage. I hadn't seen her in a minute. We chopped it up for a little bit. And it was then it was showtime. So Murakami came backstage. He had his team. And I can't believe it. I don't think Murakami's really sat down at a concert like from beginning to end. It was pretty cool. Um, Cuddy shows like shit by the hour and change. So we get to the stage, go up on the stage. He tells everybody to leave. Somehow um, I was okay to be on stage. And uh, we work it out. Timothy went up there and did the intro to Man on the Moon, the one that Common does. And he memorized that motherfucker. It is that thespian shit, you know, and he just went up there and place is going fucking crazy and then Pusha came out there to do the intro with him and they did a couple songs he did a lot of old school songs man he threw back of course he did marijuana but he did like solo dolo it was just real dope man by the way shout out to uh cactus flea market um they did the merch for cuddy shit they blessed me with some some merch and it was just super dope man the show was fucking lit as fuck i saw yadi out there dancing i saw a lot of people I saw selena gomez going crazy um, shout out to Don C and Kadia or Kristen. I, I can't think who the fuck who else I saw. I saw Ty Dolla sign. A lot of people up in there gigging. It was up in there dancing. And Cuddy just fucking killed the show, man. It was fucking amazing. It was so good. It was dope to to see. He's just such an equipped place, man. He's happy, smiling like a motherfucker. And I was just fucking exhausted. At this point, it's like 9.30 p.m. I'm like, bro, I'm washed. I've been here damn near 12 hours. I'm getting in the car and smashing home. There was no traffic on the 405, which is fucking rare, especially if you're cutting through, cut the 405 to the 110. Man, I was smashing. Some dude in a fucking, oh my God, I don't want to get into it, but some dude in a motherfucking Honda Civic was really trying to race me. It was just like, bro, like, for real? For real, for real? That shit got me so irritated, man. It was it was, it was crazy because he was really smashing through cars. And I didn't feel like kind of like cutting people off being stupid. He was obviously rudely cutting people off, like come within inches of their cars for no reason. We're sitting like a little bit of traffic. We got on a four or five and I saw a dude. I was like, yo, bro, what you trying to do? And he really tried to gun it. Like he really gunned it on the open road. And I was like, bro, I hit like a buck 50 on that motherfucker. I lost him at like 40, like at 45. He was, he, I've lost him. And from 45 to, to 150, he was just like, I couldn't even see the motherfucker no more. So I get home, man, and I'm starving. There was really not much I could really eat because I was running around. And um, I stopped at Carl's Jr. and got a Beyond Burger. 
And that was my that was my crazy ass Saturday night. Got home, passed the fuck out. And yo, Miles, we're gonna do a weird little break right now because I don't feel like just going on and on. So uh Miles Jordan, um, throw on a little lakey lake and uh we're gonna come right back. And now it's endorsement time from yours truly. Have you ever heard a goat? Well, if not, then you're fucking up. Especially to all my sneakerheads out there that are listening to my show. Goat is the global destination for authentic sneakers, from new releases to rare finds. Goat.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They have thousands of styles from the past and present, even shoes that aren't released yet. All are guaranteed authentic by GOAT. I just got a pair of black cement Jordan 3s and they're fresh as fuck. From Yeezys to Jordan to even Gucci. GOAT gives you access to everything you're looking for. They only work with trusted sellers and before any shoe is sold, every detail is inspected. From the stitching and color to the size and weight, GOAT ensures every shoe matches exact factory specs. With over 15 million users around the world buying and selling verified shoes every day at GOAT, you'll find exactly what you want at the best price possible. Find the perfect 100% authentic sneaker at GOAT.com baller. Plus, you'll also be supporting our show. But you've got to go right now before the sneakers that you want are gone. Go to GOAT.com baller, spelled G-O-A-T dot com slash baller and we're back so yeah Saturday night was nuts I um one thing I gotta say about Complex Con is this year they weren't fucking around the VIP man I have no idea what the fuck the VIP I think it got you in early that was about it I don't think it got you anywhere special or maybe it got you onto a fucking the riser I don't really know but the artist bands this year Artists was the real deal. Artists get you anywhere, and artist bands, they, they weren't giving you unless you were a real artist. And I mean, you know, if, if you were real, like real talent, that was it was that was dope. They had the artist cast, but that still didn't get you. You had to kind of, I don't know, it was you can kind of get into certain areas, but artist band was like the real shit. I connected with Anderson Pack recently. I um kind of been avoiding Anderson for a while, not against him or anything, and, and, and it's something more more personal on an inside level and um he hit me up and we chopped it up quite a bit and he'd been wanting to fuck with me too so it was crazy so i chopped it up with him i'm sad i didn't get to see him on um sunday at complex con but uh we're gonna definitely connect again complex con was fucking crazy on to some other shit man on to some on to some whole other shit jewel you know that shit that everyone in the motherfucking world my cousin smokes that shit fucking oh my god i can't think of how many people i fucking know smoke jewel kai gerber i see so many people fucking smoking jewel jewel has just been accused of selling over one million tainted vaping pots so after all this bullshit is going on it's fucking jewel the fucking 30 billion dollar what the fuck they were some ridiculously insane billion dollar company that's that's on them because vvs is legit Ain't nobody sick. I'm not trying to fucking jinx anybody. All our shit. If you got sick off that, I'm telling you right now, it was something fucking, it was a fucking bootleg or something else. Wasn't my shit. 
it was a bootleg. You bought your shit black market or some shit and got them shits from Alibaba. It was not my shit, period. So Sunday was the rest day. Obviously, you know, it's family day with the kids. I did not show up to Complex Con, even though people, um, I kind of did tell people I'd show up, but you know what? People wanted to see me. They could go see the, the jewelry. I was washed up. I took over 500, maybe 600 pictures. For real, took over 500, 600 pictures. Shook a lot of hands. I, I feel bad for the people I was short with. That just ain't the place to chop it up with me at. That ain't the place to catch up. Even if you're famous, you got paper, that ain't the place to catch up with me at. It, there's other places to get that. That wasn't it. My body hurt, overwhelmed. I, my body still hurts right now. Shouldn't have organized all the motherfucking papers. But you already know, Sundays are for football and the motherfucking Seahawks. We got that W. It was ugly as fuck. Myers, you motherfucking piece of shit. I motherfucking, you missed two fucking field goals and not even far ones. And then you missed a point after? You mean you missed a PAT? God damn, man. Them fucking shitty ass Buccaneers? Like, for real? Against Winston? Like, bro, you let Evans get all them. Man, what's going on with our defense, bro? What the fuck is going on? Anyways, we got the W. Thank God to fucking Hollister. Jesus Christ. You know, but on a better note, let me say this. All you little motherfuckers in there chit-chat, oh, the fucking Niners ain't, motherfucker, Niners ain't played nobody. Y'all ain't played no fucking buddy, okay? People, oh, you guys almost lost to the fucking Buccaneers. You motherfuckers almost lost to the Cardinals. They're 10 times worse. The fuck is you talking about? And the Patriots will wash you motherfuckers straight up and down. And ain't even a question. The Patriots will wash. Shut, bitch, I don't want to hear shit about Garoppolo. Fuck that clown, okay? Patriots will wash your ass. And the Patriots lost. The Patriots fucking lost to the Ravens tonight, all right? Patriots fucking lost to the Ravens. So I don't want to hear shit about that motherfucking bullshit, all right? We got motherfuckers injured. My boy Quinn didn't get fucking play today. We all kinds of crazy ass motherfucking people talking shit. But let me tell you again. Shut the fuck up, all right? On motherfucking November 11th, we are going to fucking kick some motherfucking ass, okay? We gonna whip that motherfucking ass on November 11th. I'm catching all fades. Shout out to Jacob Hollister. That motherfucker did his thing. Shout out to Metcalf. Fucking, of course, Tyler did his thing. Lockett, small as fuck, killing it. I can't wait to hit Santa Clara, hit Levi Stadium with my boy Scott. Ferranda, OG Filipino from Seattle. We gonna go up there and motherfucking do our motherfucking thug dizzle, okay? God damn, I can't wait for that shit. To, that shit can't come soon enough. Speaking of sports, Lakers are doing their motherfucking thing. We're number one in the West. Um, just signed with a new sports agency. You know, shout to Excel Sports Management. Um, shout out to Eric, my boy Eric Eways, OG Nike Talk fam. And um, that shit should be crazy. By the way, man, motherfuckers was stepping on my shoes left and right. I was wearing them all white on white Air Force Ones with the custom Korean logo on them and the anti-brand. So you know what? You know what I did? Went into my fanny pack and I pulled out a motherfucking Crep Protect Quick Wipe. Grabbed that Crep Protect. Yes. Crep, C-R-E-P, Protect. Sponsor of the Behind the Baller podcast. Grab that quick wipe, clean all my shit up. In fact, I did it three times during the show, keep my shit crispy. My shit was all fucked up. Didn't do it 
after the concert when they got fucked up again, but I didn't when I got home. And them shits is crispy. Always look out for Crep Protect. There's nothing better than them motherfuckers. They are crushing it. They are showing love. They are really giving back to the sneakerhead community. And um, man, once again, I literally can't express enough how amazing this guy Steve Spalassi is. He's uh, He runs Crep Protect. This dude, man, it's just crazy. I'm so looking forward to this fucking next collaboration I got with Presented By, who is um, an affiliate of uh, of, of Crep Protect, and um, they're based out of the UK. I did my tracksuit with them. So I'm doing another tracksuit. Won't tell you what, what it looks like, but we're doing another one for Soul DXB. That's in Dubai, and that is December 4th, 5th, and 6th, I believe. Yeah, 4th, 5th, and 6th. So I'll be in Dubai. Actually, I'll be in Dubai from the third or the fourth to the ninth. So I'll be out Dubai for a little while. Be out there chilling. Um, again, man, we are going to continue the car episode shit because uh, that that Gintani episode went so well. Shout out to my boy Alex Gintani. In fact, on this week's episode, I got my boy Paul, Filipino dude from the Bay. He has a company called Van Culture. And you want to talk about some wash shit? Like for real washed life. <laughs> he really just represents the family. These are just good people, man. Just good fucking solid guys, man. So yeah, my, my pot A Paul got a company called Van Culture. Does all the crazy ass vans, airbags, body kits, the whole nine. Has that VIP mixture in there. But it's like he really got his own movement. And of course, um, my boy Mark Arsenal, who founded, owns Fat Lace and Illust. He's been in the car game for a long time. He got a lot of crazy cars. Mark is a real humble little motherfucker. You know what I mean? He's Filipino too, from the Bay as well. So it's like a Bay car thing. Getting the imports and we'll discuss some shit. And got them on the show this week. We will continue that thing. The Pista right now as we speak is at Gintani getting tuned and all that shit. I got Morning Octane coming up. That is a Rustneck Auto Group. As you know, Rustneck is an enormous dealership. They got Porsche, Bentley, Rolls Royce, Benz. They host an event called Morning Octane. Actually, a really, really good fucking event. And it's Saturday, November 16th. I'm 90% sure there's going to be a Cars and Chronos show directly after that, which is in fucking Walnut, the city of Walnut, right by Colima Burger. Burger's off the fucking chain. Hit me on the DM, all right, if you want to meet up with me to the pre-meet before we get to Morning Octane. you got to have an exotic car. The least amount of exotic car I accept is a, is, a, is a GTR or an R8. Some guys are like, oh, man, they got M3s and M3s that would smoke. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. No. No, there's not. Period. Do you want to know why? There are some really good drivers out there, but they're not the ones that are out here in L.A. I'm just going to tell you that right now. If you're a professional F1 racer, yeah, you got a chance. We hit them straights. It just ain't going to happen because you're not going to have enough power. And trust me, we've been doing this. And dudes in real ridiculous fast M5s, again, they think the shift sector shit is, oh man, I got M5. Yeah, cool, dude. And then we get in the freeway, we get on traffic. Hey man, that's fucking stupid. You're being dangerous. No shit, motherfucker. If you do not plan on getting arrested when we go to these pre-meets and the the, the drive to the meet, then this ain't for you. Because we going all out. That's just what we do. Okay, so we're going to do another episode of car shit and we're going to mix it up. And in fact, I'm going to get into all the cars I've owned in the past to all the cars I own currently. I just don't know if I can mix it in with this upcoming episode 
But we got a lot of shit coming up, man. Don't forget, we got the Wolf of Wall Street this month. We got motherfucking Jordan Belfort on the show this month. We got some big shit, all right? So once again, shout out to Crep Protect, shout out to Collect, K-L-E-K-T, the best online shopping for sneakers app there is. Shout out to Presented By in the UK. Shout out to my boy Hiroshi who came all the way from Tokyo to fucking come out here, but I know he wants to kick it, so I'm going to go meet him with this motherfucker in a little bit, and uh, I'm going to let Hiroshi drive a Ferrari. He's never driven a Ferrari before, and I think that's what you should let homies do, especially if you know your homies, they've been down with you for a long time. It's just a car, man. Let the motherfuckers live a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So right about now, yo, Miles, Jordan, can we get that lakey lake up in this motherfucker? Appreciate you guys listening to the show. The show is doing incredibly well, all because of you. I did not take it lightly from every single one of you. Over a hundred of you people came up to me this weekend at ComplexCon and said you listen to the podcast and the shit is dope and changed your life and everything. Listen, man, even if they lies, man, you guys are motherfucking amazing for saying this shit. But I can tell you guys are sincere. That's it. That's the weekend wrap. Episode 26 is gone. That jazzy ass at Lakey inspired motherfucker. Me and you got to get up too. That's it. Behind the baller. This is not your practice life. It's Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>